Well, if you can make head nor tail out of that, it doesn't really matter. But the theme was right, and it certainly was a great emotion on the weekend. Northern Bullants winning their first game. Uh, first VFL win, a standalone club right now in the VFL, and their coach, Josh Fraser, has been kind enough to join us. Josh, how did that sound? Um, we need a bit of work on the song, Tim. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm just thankful <laughs> Thankful we got the opportunity to sing it. Um, look, I think we've been building towards it for you know, five or six weeks. I've been really impressed with the way our players have gone about it. We haven't got the results in way of a win yet. Of course, the weekend changed that, but um, we've been building towards it and um, really pleased for our playing group and everyone connected to the footy club that they get to enjoy a win. Yeah, Josh Fraser, our guest, coach of the Northern Bull Ants from the VFL, over 32-point win over Carlton on the weekend and uh, everything went a little bit viral on social medias with the result coming off the ground. Um, with time to reflect on it, you must be very proud of your involvement, but the hard work done behind the scenes because this is a football club that could have just faded away. Yeah, that's a good way to put it, Tim. I think, you know, probably the weekend was maybe the first time I've actually stopped and reflected a little bit on the journey that the club's been on. And, you know, over 12 months ago, uh, the club was basically on its knees. And um, when that alignment ended fairly abruptly, um, it was only, you know, half a dozen people that decided that it was a cause worth fighting for. And when you've got a footy club with close to 140 years of history, you want to try and maintain that and um, you know there was enough really good people involved to to ensure that happened and you know we understand clearly where we're at we're a, a very young football club our, our playing list is the youngest in the competition by a long way and we're by far the least experienced so we, we understand the challenges that that presents but the priority was to see the football club survive and um, you know continue to build a football program that in time can be really competitive and um, you're right, I sit back on the weekend and having our first win, again, as a standalone footy club, I was really proud and um, just, again, so happy for everyone that's been connected to the club, not only now, but um, in years gone by as well, to see that um, that famous red and white jumper running around a press that, again, was a, was a great day. We have it in the Waffle and we have it in the VFL and we have it in the Sandful and other competitions as well. What VFL stroke AFL experienced players do you have in your group? How, who do, who could you lure? Because it's all very well to say you've got a young team, and I get that. And it wasn't all about probably winning; it was all about building and maybe you know getting the culture organised and, and looking about what you could do in the next couple of years. But a win's a win, and it certainly does sort of fill the tank a little bit. What were some of the names of players that you've got in your list that we may know that may have played at another level, or have you really gone grassroots? Well, we we really went grassroots. I mean, the one that's notable is Paul Ahern. I mean, Paul's a highly talented player. He's come from the GWS Giants in North Melbourne, and he was the one that we were able to lure. But I guess by virtue of us getting our licence quite late, we didn't have the luxury of, of planning like every other club. We weren't entirely sure if we were going to be granted a licence or not. So I guess we accepted the fact that we were going to have to go down a development path and, and really invest in a lot of younger players and... Um, yeah, you know, we certainly approach different guys that have come off AFL lists and they maybe couldn't quite see the, the future at the Northern Bullions, which is fair enough because I guess we were selling hope at that stage more than anything else. Um, and to someone like Paul's credit, he, he saw the, the appeal of you know being a part of something from the ground up and um, we're hoping we can attract some more mature players moving forward. But again, our focus has really been on that younger core and um, I think you know most weeks we've played between 
you know, 10 and 12 guys who have had less than 10 games of VFL experience. So they're quite raw, but that in itself is a rewarding experience. And I think if we can keep a core group together and, and build forward, then the club's going to be in good shape. You probably don't want to give too much of your game plan away, but was there any mention of being dumped from the alignment by Carlton in the pregame? It's funny. I've had that question a little bit. Um, the players that were connected to the previous alignment were aware of it. We didn't speak about it as a coaching group. Um, we just spoke about where we need to keep getting better as a footy club, and we probably played our best quarter of footy the week before against Frankston, and we came up short. So we tried to harness that good stuff. Um, we've challenged our players pretty hard. So as I said, I felt like that performance was building, and then I guess when you finally get a result, the sense of occasion being against Carlton probably sits in a little bit more. But, um, I mean, in the end, they've made their decision to to cut us off and we fought really hard to keep the club alive and I know there was a sense of irony in the end that our first win came against them. Who are the supporters? You talked about coming off the ground and I, and I watched the vision of you coming off the ground and you were fairly subdued. I think you were the players, you know, I've seen the vision of them walking down the race, a good old-fashioned race and they're all up and about. You looked a little bit more subdued. It looked like you were soaking it up and seeing the fans up in the stands and the like. Who are your supporter base? Well, we're we're a really big community club, uh, Tim, in a lot of respects. And as I mentioned before, Preston Footy Club's got a history that stems back 140 years. So um, there's people that were connected to the old Preston Boyants in the VFA days. Um, There's people that, ironically, are Carlton supporters who saw the Northern Blues alignment and um, felt enough connection to the Boyants to support us still. We've tried really hard to reinvest and connect with the community, and I think we're starting to make some inroads there. So we've had a lot of people who have come down and and just out of interest um, really started to support the footy club. Um, So it's it's far far far-reaching and and wide-ranging. We've got members in all parts of the country, which is extraordinary. Um, And we've been overwhelmed, really, by the amount of people that over the years have been connected to the club. They've had family, they've had people involved that have reached out and and wanted to support this push to make sure the club's viable for another 140 years. So it's been overwhelming, but we are very much a community-focused footy club. And you're right, I guess, coming off the ground on Sunday, for me, it was just taking a moment to see the joy in so many people's faces, um, to see our players experience a result and for them to understand what it takes to to win games of footy. Um, But most importantly, just to see what it meant to so many other people. VFL coach Josh Fraser, our guest on Sporting Goss here on SENWA after the Northern Bullants uh, won their first game in a while. Did you allow the players to go and enjoy it and do they butter up again this week? I mean, what are you expecting? Well, yeah, they have to enjoy it. I think it's really important. Again, given where we've come from in our journey, they, they have that opportunity to enjoy that win. Um, we got together Sunday night. It wasn't anything over the top, but it was important. We just enjoyed each other's company, and um, we had a short turnaround, so we played the Tigers on Saturday. So the boys, um, the boys have pretty much switched across to reproducing that type of footy. Um, our process as coaches doesn't change too much. We want them to continue to harness the good stuff, and there's still certainly areas of our game we want to work at. Um, but that is our next challenge now. To you know, we've learned how to win a game of footy. We now know what it takes and how to produce that consistently over four quarters. But our next challenge is to handle winning and making sure we can reproduce. Us. And that's a big test for a young group. But we are looking forward to um, testing ourselves against Richmond, who have probably been the yardstick of the competition for three to five years. So 
great test for our boys and we're looking forward to getting back to Preston on Saturday. Any boys uh, on your list? You talked about Paul Ahern, who's been in the AFL system, but any youngsters uh, or even sort of middle-aged uh, rookies who you think could go next level if they continue on this pathway? Oh, look, there's a few. And I guess in line with them being so young and inexperienced, you can probably jump the gun a little bit um, by putting too many names forward. I've been really impressed with a couple of our young defenders, one one in particular, a kid by the name of Mutaz Elnor. Um, he's come out of the Western Jets program, but he's a um, really exciting young prospect. But he's only played the three VFL games, so um, we'd like to see a little bit more footy from him. Um, we've got some young small forwards who are building their craft. Um, and look, I hope by the end of the year, Tim, we can look back and see a really strong body of work from you know a number of players who potentially might be able to make that next step. But at the moment, they're all just trying to understand what VFL footy's like and state league footy. And I know you'd appreciate this, that most of them are on the tools all day. Um, some are at uni, some are working at desks. Um, they're not full-time athletes and um, they're making those sort of adjustments in their own lives, but they're doing a, a terrific job. Um, we're really proud of the way they've attacked um, this season and they've connected with each other and uh, we're hoping for, for better things to come in the back end of the year for them.